This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Can't go wrong right there. You're Thursday morning in New York City with Leonard Skinner, the classic Freebird at 609. Good morning, New York City and all throughout the country down in Florida. We've got listeners everywhere. Now, just a couple of days away from the Iowa caucus, but we did end uh, today's open once again done in brilliant fashion by executive producer Justin Ellick with the uh, the Nick Saban story. And, in fact, uh, all that commentary you heard was delivered by a young lady who actually started her radio career now she's a TV star. She started her radio career as uh, my producer, intern slash producer. Her name is Joy Taylor. She's lovely. Her brother, Jason Taylor, former Miami Dolphin Hall of Fame football player. He now works for the Miami Hurricanes, college football. But uh, Joy went on from working for me at 560 AM, WQAM, down in Miami, she went on at one point to be that moderator. <clears throat> you know that uh, that girl that uh, sits in between, I guess, uh, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, and at one point a girl that sat in between Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman. Well, Joy did that, and then Joy got this great promotion at Box, ended up working alongside Colin Coward, which is a huge deal as Colin Coward's sidekick. And now she's got her own show, sports show, on Fox Sports 1. So she has, um, well, I guess you can say, Louis, my girl Joy, she made it. She's a big star right now. She made it. Every time I turn it on, I seem to see Joy. that show. Yeah, She's got, Joy. you know, young girl and, again, lovely and smart and grew up in a big football household. So Saban calls it quits. You know, look. He's 72 years old. <laughs> and I remember Nick Saban was coaching the Miami Dolphins. And at that time, I was living in Boca doing sports talk radio in Miami. And he got to the Dolphins, and he spent two years as the head coach. One year, he went 9-7, and seven, and it was not a very good team. In fact, Gus Ferrat was the starting quarterback for Miami. And Saban found a way to win nine games. So he was doing a halfway decent job with a relatively untalented roster. And then the rumors started to swirl one day that he was leaving. And Nick Saban, who through the years has made many a secretary cry, many, stood there just really, really tough. And he didn't want to hear it. And he pulled the old George W. Bush Read my lips. Defiant Nick Saban, Nova Southeastern University, Davie, Florida, Dolphins practice facility. Read my lips. I am the coach of the Miami Dolphins. 
I'm not going anywhere. I am not going to Tuscaloosa. Next day, he's yelling about my head coach. Next day. I mean, these sports guys are so full of shizzle, all of them. Remember Bill Parcells used to get angry. I'm retired. I'm done. Here come the Patriots. Here come the Jets. Here come the Cowboys. But um, Saban was gone. And I can't believe it, Lewis, because I was there that day at that press conference. 17 years ago already, Nick Saban spent the last 17 years in Tuscaloosa winning a lot of football games. A lot. In fact, he won six national championships. He's got seven. He also won one years earlier at LSU. He's got 200-plus wins. Only Bear Bryant, another great Alabama head coach, won more games at the same SEC university than Saban. Saban is tied with Vince Dooley out of Georgia for the second most wins behind Bryant. So, legendary career, great coach, prick. I mean, yeah. real prick. Yeah, I I always get the impression some of these college coaches, like a, a, a lot of coaches, a lot of, that they invented the game. Right. Well, Saban is the best, though. Okay. He's the best. fine. But they strut around as if they have cured... You know, plagues that have plagued humanity for yeah. centuries. I know. Or they give me the, they give off the Greg Popovich yes. feel. And Nick Saban struts in. But at it's least like college football. But at least you're picking. You just mentioned two guys, whether you like it or not, right. who are at the very, very top of the list. Okay, fine. My issue becomes when Mike Lupica acts like he created sports. That pencil neck little pussy. Well, I'm sure these guys have better dealed people at parties, too. Greg Popovich <laughs> yeah. can look around you uh, while he's talking to you. Oh, yeah, I admire your work. Oh, who's that over there? Well, I hate Popovich anyway because he hates Trump and he's a raging liberal and he's a, jer- he's jerk a jack-off. Off, oh, yeah. God. But Nick Saban, uh, same thing. I mean, I can't tell you how many people in Miami... Was thrilled to death when he left. He was just wasn't nice. No, he just it, wasn't I think, nice. I, Greg Popovich looks at these reporters as if you know. Yeah, but reporters are one thing. I'm talking about people who worked in the same organization. Well, that's, he would make secretaries course, cry. That's the twenty times worse. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. You know, just they're doing a job. Treat people as you'd like to be treated. Well, I don't know what, how we treated people at Alabama. I don't know. I was in Miami. I saw it firsthand. Maybe he became a gentler guy. I don't know. I don't know. I know that when you talk about the greatest coaches in the history of the game, two of them might be gone at each level. If Bill Belichick leaves New England, and, of course, you can argue all day he's not the best coach. You can talk about Don Shula. You can talk about uh, Paul Brown, George Hallis, Tom Landry, Bill Parcells. I don't care. And same thing with Saban. You can talk about Bear Bryant. You can talk about... The guys at Notre Dame, obviously, Era Parsegan. Uh, you can talk about, uh, and I'm not Dooley, but uh, the two guys that uh, you can make a very good argument are at the very top at each level might both be gone by this week. Now, now Belichick will continue to coach. I don't know about Saban. Like I said, 72 years old, seven championships. Now, look, he's still a young 72. Alabama still made, if you guys don't know how college football works, only four college football teams make the playoffs. Next year, it's going to be 12, by the way. Only four this year. And his university made the playoffs. And gave Michigan, who ended up winning the whole thing, a much tougher game than Washington did 
in the actual championship game. Michigan blew out Washington. Alabama had a fourth and goal in overtime and a chance to tie, if not win. So he's far from done, Nick Saban. But, you know, he can go home for one year, and all of a sudden the Seattle Seahawks call him, or the Jets, maybe Robert Sella has a bad year next year. We'll <laughs> give you $30 million. <laughs> Here comes Nick Saban. Year. Yeah, please. I, You know, I could, a guy like that, though, like we're talking about who gets in the broadcast booth, I actually see him doing a good job there. Nick, he'd be great. Because he's got a big personality. He's he does it all vocal. the time, yeah, too. He's, uh, that uh, Saturday show, right. college game day, he's on like every week, Lou. Yes. So he's got the experience. See him. Point. Yes. Yeah. So the personality, that's the kind of person who will just say things, kind of a canon, and that's what you want. Oh, you're so caught up on Brady. I don't even know if Brady's going to do I it this year. I never brought him up. No, no, but when you say that's the guy, you are clearly trying to make a distinction because you think Tom Brady's going to be terrible. I don't, but I got news for you. I'm not sure Tom Brady's even going to do it. Well, well, I got people well, at Fox telling me that Brady doesn't want to do it. Well, what's he going to do with all that money then that he took? Didn't he take this big No, you don't, you don't, you got to get, you got to work, but you don't get, just get the money. So he'll just, he doesn't need the money. But what's he get it? So what do you mean he's not going to do it? He, I don't, I'm hearing he doesn't want to do it. Didn't he get paid though? Well, you don't get first... paid before you do a game. Yes, but I thought he already signed a contract. Okay, but he can say, I don't want the money. I don't want to do it. It's not like they gave him a half a billion dollars. Well, they you gave him work. a lot. They gave him a lot of money. No, they, they gave him nothing. No, they I, gave him a contract. Right, but I thought it was for a hundred, a couple hundred million. It, you're not listening to me. Okay. It was, but yes. he didn't get the money yet. All right. He has to work. Okay. So he can decide before he starts doing games, All right. when you I don't want to do it. I thought when you sign something, that is sort of a commitment. Not it? really. Okay. And, and, All right. and he, you know, it's not like he's worked already and he hasn't worked one game yet. Not okay. one game. Okay. So he can decide he doesn't want to do it. So our points are never going to be proven. I don't know. Good or <laughs> it, like you said, there's a lot of money out there. It's a lot of money. It's like a half a billion dollars. But I guess he's okay. I don't know. I just spoke to one guy at Fox this week, and he said, and I quote, don't be surprised if Brady does not do the games next year. I wouldn't be surprised, of course. He's having a good time. He's flying all over the world. He's doing his thing, you know, so.